Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Give it to me! Oh, hello, everyone. I am Molly Wood, just a day late and hopefully not a dollar short. And I'm Tom Merritt. I have no dollars. <laughs> I have no dollars. Welcome to a special Saturday episode of It's a Thing, which you always get on Saturday anyway, I think probably. But we're recording on Saturday morning. You can tell that instead of yeah. Friday afternoon, uh, sort of towards the end of the work week, instead we're Saturday morning fresh, full of coffee. Fancy free, ready to get after the day. Yeah. Talk about all the things. I have to take the, the dog to the vet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I bet uh, my dog would have appreciated if he got a walk, but instead he gets to hang around while I podcast. Mm, yeah, no, I, but, but, but dogs love podcasts. They, I think that's a proven fact, everyone. Yeah. In fact, I think that's a thing. <laughs> dogs loving podcasts is, in fact, it's a, a thing. thing. It's not Definitely. today's thing. It's just a general thing. Uh, speaking of today's things, where should we start? I know. If you are new to the podcast, uh, we're going to talk about some things that we have observed that either will be things, have been things, or will become things. Um, I don't know. Do you want to start with toilets? <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's Saturday morning. That's an important part of every Saturday morning. <laughs> all right. This uh, My thing in this category, I think, falls into all three of those subcategories. Like, has been a thing, mm-hmm. is going to become a thing. Mm-hmm. And is a thing. Mm-hmm. I am no- noticing that increasingly there are a lot of conversations about bidets. But bidet, bidet, like okay, okay, definitely has been a thing. Like even in past centuries. Yep. Okay. Okay. This is probably where we should define what we're talking about. A bidet, in case you don't know, is a toilet attachment that cleans your business with water, not paper. It's like a sprayer, and the really fancy ones have like multiple sprayers in different positions and heated water and this and whatever but the and bidets have long been i'm just like on a mission by the way between this and the waxing conversation to just make every listener as uncomfortable as possible i know i'm so i'm like trying to make an australian pun bidet mate to my own (laughs) tension i can just hear it i can hear him just like sort of squeaking in discomfort right now he's just like oh god okay i'm fine any minute now, I'm going to stop talking about junk and start talking about <laughs> the environment. This is an important topic. <laughs> but that's what they do. And like fancy Japanese toilets have all these attachments and then they warm. And right. They with the, the buttons things. and everything and the bidet functions built in. Yeah. Right, right. They're like amazing. And I actually think the fancy Japanese toilets are part of why bidets are finally starting to make their way to U.S. shores. Well, um, is it? Toto that makes Toto. the the and they have had a hard time breaking into the U.S. market with their their fancier toilets. They you, right. you'll see plenty of like standard old fashioned dumb toilets <laughs> uh, made by them. I think we even have one here in the new house. But uh, but getting people to agree to the the cool bidet like functionality is a hard sell in the old U.S. of A. It is, which is funny because it's 
I mean, arguably a lot cleaner, but also we waste so much paper. So the the context in which bidets are starting to become a, a thing is actually environmental. Like they're just better. Yes, there's a water issue, but the water sort of recycled in the same way that flushing is. But we just waste so much paper mm. and clog things and you know and then and I just actually saw a whole um man, I'm so far down the junk rabbit hole right now. It is all about pooping on this show today. Hey, but it, my favorite, we all do it. Everybody everybody poops. My favorite show, uh, Adam Ruins Everything, did a whole thing on flushable wipes and how they're just like a huge economic juggernaut and it's all driven by marketing. It was basically mm-hmm. like, hmm, how can we sell more things? Oh, your butt is dirty. Buy these flushable wipes, which are totally not flushable and like clog up everything and are themselves an ecological disaster. Well, and paper makes the water harder to recycle and retreat if if yeah. the community is trying to do that because you have to filter it all out and all that sort of thing. Yep. So it's all about the bidet. And a friend of mine just told me about this thing called Tushy, <laughs> which is a $70 bidet attachment that you can, you don't have to get a new toilet or anything. Like, you oh, just, like, plop like this it's thing on there. Aftermarket rrr, rrr, bidet. <laughs> aftermarket bidet called Tushy. And I think it's going to like usher in the, the era of bidets being legit in America. And also, as I was researching this, I found a whole research report about the growth of global smart bidets. Oh, of course. That we expect to see between 2018 and 2023. So I assume that as long as uh, these things are connected to the internet, they're going to get really popular. First of all, that's a horrifying thought. Isn't that awful? I know. Like, I right. don't want that. I don't want uh, that. I, I do like the idea, just going to come out and say it, uh, uh-huh. of a sensor that can, you know, aim, direct, and <laughs> make sure that right? it has achieved its function. You totally. Know? Yeah. Yes. You know what? You you know, if there was like, an, I guess you don't, you're not going to use an app to control it. Because even though I know <laughs> that all of you are actually using your phones on the toilet, like, <laughs> I'm not going to encourage it, but you could potentially use it. You could gamify it. You could have a little oh, app to aim. Oh my gosh. You totally could. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely could. And I, I, I honestly think there are two holdups, uh, and I may be projecting my own biases here, but I, I feel like these are these are fairly general. There's two holdups to acceptance in the U.S. of this. One is uh, uncomfortableness, which we've sort of touched on already. Yes. Uh, and But also, um, I think there's a lack of confidence in, in that fact of whether it'll get, it, get the job done. Yeah. Among yes. people who don't use them, they're like, mm, I don't know if that's really going to work. Like, I don't know. I yeah. don't think that's going to work. Yeah. But if you just think about it logically, isn't warm water going to be better than like scrapey paper? Oh, well, when you put it that way, yeah, it's a lot better. Like it's it's actually super straightforward and it's so weird that we're all just like, I don't know. And it's like, yeah. I don't, I'm just saying try to wash a dish with some scrapey dry paper mm-hmm. and then try some warm water and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, it's, for a it's the combination of the two that works well on the dish. <laughs> I think the right. analogy may be breaking down for me at that point. But well, no, I mean, I don't. Th- it's not necessarily a complete replacement for right. paper. You know, it's like sure, we're sure, talking sure. about a combo, but we're talking about dramatically reducing the, the amount. amount of paper right, you're not replacing. Here. That's a really good. That's a really good point to make. You're not. This is not like oh, you'll never need to buy toilet paper again. You just re- quite reduce quite a bit the amount that you need to use. Yep. You'll save They're money. Okay. You can afford the quilted instead of the Scott tissue. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for the budget. Exactly. Good for the budget. 
<laughs> I Ugh. tried to make it. Yeah, totally. The, I will say that if you, uh, we will have a link to Tushy on Amazon in our show notes, and the um, the description is hilarious and will definitely make you slightly uncomfortable but in a funny <laughs> way. So I'm not going to read it. I'm done now. But I do think that uh, save the planet and your bum buy a bidet. They're a thing. All right. And then once you've saved all that money on toilet paper, you can you can travel with it. And that leads you into my thing uh, today, which is something that's been, uh, I guess, kicking around. I just noticed it recently, but it's been kicking around for a while. The idea of the bag packer, mm-hmm. not a backpacker, a bag <laughs> packer. Uh, where people generally from Europe, North America, uh, go traveling, but instead of uh, saving up their toilet paper savings to go traveling, uh, <laughs> they they pay their way as they go by busking, kind of, you know, or 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 doing the you know doing street art, playing their guitar, all all kinds of the all the kinds of things you would do along the side of the road. Uh, but you know, these are. Fairly well, you know, well-fed, healthy. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't think they would need to be busking uh, people from the United States, Canada, Germany, etc. Uh, just, just trying to make make their way along in places like Thailand and Singapore, etc. Huh. Wow. This is fascinating. It's fascinating as a trend maybe not so much. I said the... Singapore without really realizing that probably Singapore probably is not, not one Singapore. of it, but Thailand no, is a maybe good like example. Thailand, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, I'm looking at this <clears throat> quartz article that you found about this and the kind of ethical implications of being like an otherwise, like you said, privileged white person touching down in let's say Thailand and being like, how about instead of giving money to you know the children on the street who might really need it, give money to me so I can keep traveling around the world instead of going to college. Yeah. And I I think the targets of their playing or selling of their photos are other travelers, you know, other, other, they're not trying to sell to the poorest people in the countries they're visiting. Uh, They're trying to hit the other tourists up, but yeah, I guess, I guess it could be seen. It's not a zero sum game, but I guess it could be seen as diverting from the people who actually need to do this sort of thing to live. Right. Or just even the local economy, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to take it up out of like the actual poverty on the streets, like the local economy, also, this feels, you know, this is uh, when I was I in Hawaii, I imagine they actually, spend a lot of the money they make back into the local economy, so it might not be totally a detriment. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Like, they're there, and they're going to yeah. probably buy food, and so, unless they're going and begging food, too. Who knows? And, you know, they have to pay for the hostel somehow. Yeah. It's just so interesting that there would be a trend toward this in the first place, that it would be like, oh, it's kind of social media cool to to travel without any money, which I have to say, as both a woman and planner just deeply offends me like Uh uh-huh i can't uh, uh, for one thing it's not it does not feel safe to me it's interesting because i was just talking about this um we my friend and i when we went to hawaii met a guy who was not totally doing this but he he's like he was attempting to become uh he wants to be a wildlife photographer for like national geographic and so on his own dime he has been traveling around photographic humpback whales trying to trace them from antarctica like to alaska to california to hawaii and he was like if i can just make a connection like show that i photograph the same whale in antarctica to hawaii then they'll totally pick up my stuff it was really interesting Hmm. but he was saying that the way he does it is he's like yeah i don't even really rent a hotel i just sort of sleep in my truck and then like i try to you know he's looking at us i try to like make a friend so i can take a shower 
make a friend like, so I could take yeah. a shower. Uh-huh. And okay. I thought, and I really just, we were talking about it later that my girlfriend and I, and we were like, only a dude could pull that off. Right. Yeah. Like, that, you know, very much. So that I, is a very, if, if I'm picking up position. what he's throwing down correctly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I but guess also just hmm. for pure safety. Like mm-hmm. I am not going to be like, I'll just try to make a friend to take a shower and then go to some I mean, strange man's hotel room. No, not that you couldn't do that, but yeah, that's, that's risky. Uh, yeah. And I it mean, just, it's risky it, for him too, but it's not, it's, it's riskier for, for women. Just, just yeah. let's be fair. It was just, and I know I've met, I know another guy who was telling me that I that he he he's like an art salesman. He's like I travel all over the world, but I never make any plans because I just feel like they you know it always works out. Like someone will invite me to stay somewhere, or like I can always get a room. I could not do that. I could not no! do that at all. I have yeah. gotten better about uh, you know not stressing out that the plans I made will fall through. That's that's where I am on the travel travel spectrum. I'm like, you know, I'm not constantly stressing and like, oh, is the hotel really going to have my reservation? And right. Is my flight actually going to do I have a ticket? Like, I'm good about that sort of thing. And and I can roll with the punches a little better than I used to, uh, you know, as things happen. But but man, like just showing up without a hotel. I at know. All? Yeah. Outside of the U.S., I don't know I, that I'd ever do it in the U.S. No. You know, it's depending you know you can you could probably get by i've i have gone last year i did a one day fly in fly out from dragon con in atlanta as a surprise appearance uh and i didn't uh get the the hotel room until close to time that was my version of of traveling (laughs) with the wind and being a free spirit (laughs) i didn't like a week before yeah amazing i'm sweating bees right now like oh my god yeah, I don't. I, and there are people who do that deliberately, right? Like th- that are just, oh, I like to see where the wind will take us, and oh, I, and I, I have an adventure. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like to make myself uncomfortable on principle. I have a very good friend who often doesn't book his hotel rooms before conferences. <laughs> just shows yeah. up and sees what happens, you know. And yep. uh, that friend has stayed with me in my hotel room. I know, and see, at the heart of that. <laughs> That then that's what I find so interesting is that at the heart of that is the assumption that someone will take you in, mm-hmm. and that's the part that makes me so proud, profoundly uncomfortable. Is just like no, I'm not. I am not putting my fate in the hands of others. Like that no, is because both a safety and a control. It's an question. ecosystem, though, because there are people like us. Those people can do it. Oh, I know. Because there are know, the people I, who insist yeah. on planning and making sure they have things. And because we have friends. <laughs> it's like 80-20. And then those are the people that the bagpackers are counting on, too. Right, uh, right. And the bagpackers are just another epicycle on this whole phenomenon. No, I think I just don't like them. The bagpackers. <sighs> I, I mean, there's some really I'm good mixed. points in this I'm article mixed. about, like, this could cause countries to crack down and, and, and require you to show proof of funds, you know, things like that. I, I tend to think that we're, there's an overreaction to the idea of this just because it's like, oh, and I think Rich put it really well in our our, uh, our Discord. Like, now you can be the annoying friend. Impose being that annoying friend on foreign strangers. Exactly. Uh, I think like, that's ugh. what bugs, bugs us more than more than anything else. Yeah, I think so. I because bet this clearly, trend just fades away. We're a little controlling. Yep. Everybody, everybody eventually. Ooh, I heard a great phrase. Uh, what was it? It was like friend laundry 
this woman was talking about, she's like, I did that friend laundry years ago, as in mm-hmm. I washed that friend out of my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, friend laundry. That One of is Eileen's amazing. friends, uh, we were talking about a mutual friend who'd done something horrible, and uh, Eileen's friend was like, phase out, and did like a whole hand motion with it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Yeah. Dumping your toxic friends. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a th- Dumping your toxic friends is a new thing. I don't think that's a new Seriously. thing. <laughs> it's not a new thing, but that's, it, that's it, an eternal thing. <laughs> everybody needs to learn that lesson. Friend laundry. Um, my next thing is actually also about travel. Oh, good. Amazingly. How perfect. I have noticed that it is a thing to, and it has been a thing. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to pretend it's a brand new thing, mm-hmm. but it's a thing to put your fancy rental house on Instagram. Like to have an Instagram account just for your rental house, which is also a thinly veiled way to show off your design chops. So this has a house that you are renting out to tourists yep. or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if you're the homeowner and uh-huh. it's, it, it started with Airbnb rentals, like, you know, obviously, and a lot of them still are Airbnb rentals. But what happened is that, you know, in the last couple of years, some Airbnbs basically became their own Instagram stars. Because they're so pretty. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Because uh-huh. that's what Instagram does. It, it, it's like people get really excited when things look good and they want to see more of that thing that looks good, whatever it is. Right. And like pictures have always sold a rental house. Yeah. So like, oh, what a great That makes perfect tub. sense. But now I'm noticing it's becoming a, um, it's becoming a subset of design Instagram. So that, like, mm-hmm. if you look at the Dwell account, right. then you will suddenly start to get all these recommendations for houses on Instagram that are impeccably designed. And then full disclosure, like I know someone who is an aspiring interior designer who went out to the East Coast, bought a house, like redid the whole thing, and now has it up for rent on Instagram. I mean, that's (laughs) smart. That is smart. If you want to, if you want to make, you know, maximize the rental uh, and be able to charge extra, right? If If your Instagram account takes off, you can now charge a premium because people are like, Ooh, I want to stay in the famous Instagram house. Exactly. And then it's they'll like, take pictures of themselves in the Instagram house posted. And all the people who follow the house will be like, Oh my gosh, there they are in that. Well, I want to be them next. I'm going to go and run it too. Boom. Exactly. It's like influencer culture hits yep. Airbnb. The influencer Airbnb. I find it fascinating. It and seems I also so find obvious it, in re- like now that you've does. explained it, I'm like, of course, right? Why right. didn't I even think of this myself? Like, of course it's a thing. But and then it also is just like is okay, but it makes me ask myself, okay, if I see a bunch of photos of like the super adorable flower tin in the in the Airbnb, is that what I'm after? Like do I want to stay there for its design chops? Don't steal the <laughs> or, flower tin. Come on. Right, don't steal the flower tin. <laughs> am I there for the design or am I there for the hot tub? Like at yeah. the end of the day, which would I rather have a photo and wh- of? And, well, that's a line that fades one into the other, doesn't it? Right? Good design means comfort, so does it? I mean, always, it can. Though? It can. It can, but yeah. not always. It's an element of it. You're right. No, yeah. some of those well-designed looking chairs are really uncomfortable to sit in. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Unless they're Eames. But yeah, I, I just, I find it to be like a, a fascinating like subset of put your Airbnb on Instagram, but also make your Airbnb an influencer. Yeah, that is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Like the, your, your rental house becomes not just a listing, but a star like itself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You're picking up what I'm laying down. Uh-huh. Oh, love it. What can I do? 
I'm like, what, what can I do? What can I turn into a star? I don't rent anything out. I need to start renting something out so I can turn it into an Instagram star. My dog. Well, walk I was my just dog. Say, Instead walk of paying dog. a dog walker, you make your dog a star on Instagram and people want to compete to pay to walk your dog so they can be seen with the star from Instagram. Wow. Amazing. That's next level influencer <laughs> right there. Next level. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Speaking of next. What you got? Uh, okay, but th- this is just something I noticed. It may have been around for a long time. I just noticed it. But boots are no longer being marketed in some sectors as cowboy boots. They're being marketed as Western boots, which oh. I don't know. When I noticed this for the first time, I thought, well, that's weird. Like, what? it feels not politically correct, but but it feels like... Like some sort of polish, like, well, cowboy boots offends people, but if you just say boots, well, they, they may not know what boots you're talking about. Right. That's so interesting. And so this how- may have been around for years, and I just didn't notice it before, because there's certainly Western stores. That doesn't bug me. I've, I've, I've definitely bought my cowboy boots at a Western store. Like, I get that. Right. But just the, totally. the translation of that into, like, we're not calling them cowboy boots. And maybe it was that, that this... This uh, I can't remember who where I saw it, but it was it was on a uh, I, I get mailers for this stuff, and it it was like all the references were Western boots. Not there was no other way of describing. Oh, them. no one ever called it cowboy boots. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of like doing a, a smooth duck duck go while we uh while we chat here, and I am noticing an inter- interesting fact, which is that like the, the men's boots are still all called cowboy boots. <laughs> But these were men's boots that, but that were But some of the on... men's well, aren't, right, exactly. But when I put in DuckDuckGo Western boots, I got a whole, like, cowboy boots. Uh-huh. But I'm seeing I'm seeing So it's still out Western there, right. Wear. Yeah, it's it hasn't out there. Yeah, okay. But Zappos has gone full Western boots. Aha. Uh-huh. And so has Amazon. See, and this, this fed a supposition, I'm not saying this is true, but a hypothesis that perhaps it's a, a, uh, a demographic when you're targeting... You know, the rich Californian, not that I'm rich, but when you're targeting the, let's just say the Californian, uh, you think, hmm, let's call them Western boots because cowboy may have a, uh, not a negative connotation, but it it will make people think, oh, those are for a certain, that's for somebody who goes line dancing. Whereas Western boots are just a style. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That that is interesting. Like I hadn't thought. That's funny because I, of course, living here in Northern California, like I do, the sensitivity capital of the universe. <laughs> I thought that you meant it might have sort of like this, like it. You could be thinking cowboy and Indian, or you could be thinking. Oh, about that's a cow great girl. That could be a women. part of that too. Yeah, right. absolutely. But it's but the demographic thing is interesting too, right? It's sort of like, look, we don't want to. We're not trying to say that you. I'm going to stop talking because I'm just going to do it all wrong. <laughs> right, because you, imme- you immediately have to stereotype someone to, to make your point there. Exactly. Uh, to, we, to you're even basically say, saying, we don't want you to think you're a stereotype. Uh, that, and so we want you to you. buy our boots. So we're calling them Western boots. Really good safe. I appreciate that. That was a, a full on rescue right there. It was just <laughs> a find and replace on, on offensive terms with stereotype. With stereotype. Yes. Boom. Oh, so interesting. What an interesting evolution. Also, yeah. now I'm really way down the rabbit hole. Of and, I, I, and I'm actually curious, so you know, I'm, I imagine there's some boot wearing folks out there uh, and in the audience feedback and it's a thing dot me. If you're like, oh, no, Western Boots has been around forever. Or if you're like, no, I've seen this slowly creeping in. I'd, I'd be curious uh, right. if, if this is just something I recently noticed or, or, or not. 
And is it indeed like a different kind of boot at all? Or I mean, yeah, it's definitely maybe, not. Like maybe there's sort of like, well, a cowboy boot's a, spe- a subset of Western boots. I can see that, possibly. Yeah. Now I'm going to look at the uh, collection on Zappos. I'm really trying not to say S-Kicker. <laughs> oh, but that's what they really <laughs> are. Because that's what they are, right? Like, let's just, let's just all be honest. I'm from Illinois. Molly's from Montana. Uh, yeah. That's, that's what we call what them. what we call them. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're confused about what we mean, we mean S-Kickers. <laughs> but it does make sense. It in case your kid's listening. And at some point, you should start to upmarket them as Western boots when you mean these are way too expensive to kick ass. Yeah, right. You don't want certain models of these that you paid too much to be out there kicking around. In them. I did buy, like, I bought a pair in Austin that I would never kick anything in. Uh-huh. Let's just be real clear. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh, there's some nice boots at justinboots.com. Well, that's your dress <laughs> boots, right? You know? No, shopping. Yeah, those are my dress boots, exactly. Yeah, totally. They're my party boots mm-hmm. for the barn party. Uh, we love getting things from you in the audience. Uh, one of the best ways, I mean, email, like I just said, is one way, but there's also our uh, Discord. If you're a patron, patreon.com slash it's a thing, you can hook your Patreon account up to Discord and join in talking about things with other folks in the audience. And we have a whole channel just for sharing things. Uh, Icor, uh, which is a handle I recognize from way back in the Buzz Out Loud days. Uh, Icor uh, put in Valentine's Day lights and an Instagram uh, from Kevin Chu of oh someone who put up lights on their house with hearts and pink and white and just like Christmas lights, but not Christmas, Valentine's. I don't know how I didn't realize that this was a thing because there's a house around the corner from me that is a reliable decorator. I'm now realizing like they did Halloween big time. They did Christmas big time. And I walked by the other day and they had Valentine's decorations out front. God, there is just no, there is nothing that this country will not find something to sell you for. <laughs> Can't wait for that those St. Patrick's Day lights. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I know exactly. <laughs> Little light, light up bottles of Jamesons and Bushmills all along the gutter. <laughs> way to stereotype. Uh, I know, Saint stereotyping Day. myself now. Sorry. Jeez, man. <laughs> that, that is a good one. I um, Let's see. There were plenty more in here. There was another good one I saw, which was cooling gel pillows from Tea Porter 2 uh, and bamboo sheets. Bamboo sheets have been a thing. That's yeah. true. The cooling gel pillows. Bamboo is, sheets is are apparently thing. very soft, according to Miss M. Oh. So, yeah, you're right. They're not because I, I heard I bamboo sheets for the first time. I thought, you know, like <laughs> bamboo, like you're just laying on wood. But no, it's not. It's not like Doofus. Kekaya, K-A-C-A-I-A, in the Discord says she has knit with bamboo yarn, and it is really pretty soft, and that is relevant to my interests. I am going to try to find some at the yarn store. You know what? Uh, One of my favorite authors is Mary Robinette Cole. We just interviewed her for Sword and Laser uh, last week, and for her 50th birthday, she A, said, I am leveled up. I have hit level 50. I'm very excited, which is awesome way to approach your birthdays, and bought herself a collection of whiskey and yarn. Oh, see, because she knows how to live. Right. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. Also, level up is the only way I'm ever going to refer to my birthday from now on. That is wonderful. Yeah. When I next year, I'm going to ding 50. That's (laughs) (laughs) ding 50. That's hysterical. Yeah. Um, And then Manuel Zavala on Twitter said to us uh, and this or just to me, are Jeep Wranglers the new PSL hashtag? It's a basic thing. And I was like, ooh, the Jeep, the Jeep army is coming for you, son. PSL. Uh, pumpkin spice latte. Oh. Yeah. 
Ugh. probably do Wrangler basic. Mm, but the thing is, like in basic. Hawaii, in Hawaii, you are basic now. That's what I realized. That was the thing that was killing me when I you yep. like Manuel has perfectly nailed what I was feeling when I was in Hawaii, which is like, oh, we're so basic in our Wrangler. <laughs> Like it's definitely not basic if you're driving your Jeep Wrangler around Oakland and oh no like, well, yeah what not do you have that that de- outfit for definitely not in L A either like I have because it's that whatever that syndrome is where like when you learn a new word you see it everywhere uh, mm-hmm. there's a word for that and I can't remember but I have seen I've noticed the Jeep Wranglers more but because they're not all the all the time right it's not every drive multiple times they feel they feel more prestigious. Right, totally. Because like, ooh, yep. somebody's got a Wrangler, just like in Hawaii. <laughs> totally, like you're trying, you're living the Aloha life over <laughs> yeah, here. To- yeah, exactly. But then when you're in Hawaii, if you rented a Wrangler, you're like, ooh, how embarrassing. I mean, I believe me, I'm not saying a Chevy Cruze makes you look any less basic. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah. But yes, I was. That was both harsh and accurate, Manuel. Mm-hmm. Well, well done. done. Well done, Manuel. Uh, well, of course, we have to give our shout outs, uh, whether they want them or not, to Chaz and Mike, mm-hmm. who are uh, supporting us on Patreon at the "It's Your Shout Out" level. Uh, we've got all kinds of levels in there, uh, folks. But you know, it, it, even if you just give a buck an episode, it's it helps us out, and that that is how we are funding the show. That's how we're able to do this show. So, huge thanks to everybody who supports us at Patreon.com/slash It's a Thing. Yeah, we are so grateful. It is like a uh, it is like a little hug every time we see one of those emails. Oh, yeah. So thank you for your support and uh, and keep it coming. Yay! And uh, email us feedback at it's a thing dot me or hit us up on the Twitter and we will see you back here next week. Take care, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.